Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. I'm very excited that I have my wife, Lolly, here with me today. Hi. A word about Mother's Day. This day evokes strong feelings for numerous reasons, all of which we will not address, except to say that there is much to be learned from our mothers and the relationship that we have with them. We can all honor Mother Eve and our Heavenly Mother, but today we would like to talk about our mothers and the lessons they taught us. We will just share a few of those lessons with you right now. So I'll, I'll start? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so my mom was named Iva LaRue Russell Osgothorpe. Kind of interesting because her last two names are my names, Russell Osgothorpe. And her maiden name was Russell, of course, and that's what I got from my first name. One thing I remember about her is she was really a cleaner, right? Oh, yes. I think I remember one time vacuuming the floor in the living room twice on the same day. Uh, I was always nervous for her to come visit us when we were first married because I was worried that my home wasn't clean enough for, <laughs> for Russ's mom. <laughs> I remember her getting up at five o'clock. I am not exaggerating. Five o'clock in the morning to wash and iron and clean. And sometimes she made other people's, even the children's beds, even when we were older. It was something that she really wanted to do. And she did that because she was a working mother. She was a working mother. She had to get to work, and so she got up very early. I remember on Saturdays, we used to strip the wax off the floor, which we don't have wax on the floor anymore, and we would then wax it again. And Every Saturday? Most Saturdays. Oh, I think it was like, I, I don't know if anybody else ever did that, but we did. And, and then I remember us uh, dusting the door casings on the top, where you couldn't see oh. it. And she says, I know you can't see any dust there, but I just want to make sure there's no dust. There. <laughs> so, so my lesson was be clean. This is my mother's first lesson. Now, my mother wasn't quite as um, <laughs> picky <laughs> as your yeah. mother. But the one thing I remember about her that I have to start out with was, <clears throat> this is toward the end of her life. And um, her health had declined quite a bit. And we were worried about her. And we were contemplating going to to Paris and spending a semester there and doing a sabbatical. And we hemmed and hawed and how we were going to tell her and worried if we should go, actually. But we finally decided to do it. So we went over one evening and said, Mother, we're, we're going to go over to France and spend a uh, semester there. And she immediately broke in and she says, Oh, wonderful, wonderful. She say, Live it up. Live it up the Lord's way. And I'll never forget her enthusiastic response to our, uh, we were afraid that her response might be, oh, please don't go. I'm dying. And so we did live it up. We did. <laughs> uh, the other thing was my, my mother was a singer. So she uh, took lessons, voice lessons from Richard P. Condy, who was the director of the Tabernacle Choir. She sang in the choir for 17 years, right in front of Brother Condy in the alto section. Um, so one of the lessons she taught me was, it's pretty important to have music in your life. And so I, I titled this lesson, Sing a New Song. Oh, you know, honey, this isn't one of the things we wrote down in our list, but I have to mention my mother writing us all her children's songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. my mother was not not an accomplished musician in, in the way your mother was, but oh, she loved music too. And she wrote a little little ditty about each one of us and sang it to us as, uh, for a lullaby. Yeah. And then, of, of course, we did the same thing for our children. And we did the same thing for our children. So it carries on through the generations. And we can't forget In the Garden of Tomorrow. Oh, we can't forget that. <laughs> this was a kind of a spoofy song she did. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, now let's see. What's the next one? My mother did <coughs> love work. She thought it was important to teach us all work. My dad did too. My mother um, was not. Uh, she also liked to rest, but she always would have this great poem when we would get started on our Saturday work. She would say, work, thank God for the might of it, the ardor, the urge, the delight of it, work that springs from the heart's desire, setting the brain and the soul on fire. I can't even count the times that we heard that poem. It goes on and on and on, but she just did that first part from hers, the soul of her voice. I, re I remember hearing her say that when our kids would come up here and work. Yes, oh yes. And our kids would get a little tired, and it would be kind of tough for them, and she would recite this poem, Oh, work, work, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> work for the might of it. And so my mom, another lesson was she saw beauty, it seemed to me, everywhere. We lived right next to Mount Olympus in Salt Lake, just east of Skyline High School. And when they built their home, they built this large picture window, exactly in the right place so that she could look out and see the top of Mount Olympus all the time. She appreciated nice clothes too. She liked nice clothes. She liked the beauty of clothing and she always wanted to dress just right. She loved poetry. She wrote a lot. I would say scores and maybe a hundred, I don't know, poems in her memoirs. I see all these poems. She wrote a lot of poems. One thing I remember about my mother uh, is she would say to us if we had to give a talk or give a presentation of some kind, she would say, enunciate, enunciate your words, stand up tall, smile always, speak a little louder, pretend there's no microphone. She would make us stand there with great dignity and speak with force. It was always the way she had us practice for her. And she would tell everybody to oh, enunciate. Yeah. Grandchildren she did too, especially. <laughs> Yeah. Now, another thing about my mom that was a unique lesson she taught me was she, as I say, sang in the choir for 17 years, the Tabernacle Choir. And it was a time when people were hanging on too long. There wasn't any rule back then about how long you could serve in the choir. And so I remember I sang in the choir too during part of that time. And the man next to me that I used to sit by would just, I mean, his voice was still fairly good, but he had been in the choir way too long, and he was getting too old to be in the choir. So my mother kind of knew that, and when she started to feel that she was no longer singing at her very best, she wrote a, I would call it a retirement poem, right? <laughs> she said, it's time for me to retire from the choir. And she was younger than some of the people still singing in the choir, but she knew that she was at the time when she needed to stop. And so the director, Brother Condi, loved that poem so much when, when he saw it that he read it to the entire choir. And I happened to be in the choir at the time and heard that. And then he praised my mother for what she did. She believed in taking turns. And that's always been important for me. I, I shouldn't take more than my turn. It's a great lesson to learn not to hang on too long. Another thing of my mother that I think our grandchildren would all uh, verify for sure, we'd always go visit Grandma and Grandpa, and when we walked in the door, there would Grandma be with her arms outstretched wide, and she'd say, open your mouth. Let me see if you've been a good boy or good girl. And the child would open their mouth as wide as they could because they knew Grandma could tell if they'd been a good boy or a good girl. 
And it was always a very important thing that they had to be ready to meet Grandma Sedgwick <laughs> to say that they've been good. She was the supreme evaluator. <laughs> oh, yes. And always had great praise, great praise for every child that walked in her door. My mom was also somebody who loved other people, everyone really. And so she was one who liked to talk to people. I mean, she would sit on her front porch and hope that somebody might come by and have a chat. Uh, when people came over, she loved to engage in conversation. Uh, but that lesson for me was we need to love one another, everybody. I remember when we first met, it was so easy to be around her. Normally, you might be a little nervous being around a future mother-in-law, but no, she carried on the greatest conversation. I didn't have to worry about what to say. She just met me with open arms and love, and I didn't know what hit me, really. It was such such a joy to be around her. Yeah. That was your mother. It really was. I think one thing you would also say about my mother was her love of the scriptures. <laughs> Whenever we would come up. Quite amazing, actually. Yes. She kind of, uh, she took a long breakfast, like as in the entire morning, and would sit at the breakfast table looking out. Eating her half and half on eating her, her wheat, Eating her wheat mush on her, with half and half. <laughs> her cooked wheat with yeah. half and half. And she'd just spend the whole morning there reading her scriptures. Um, it went on and on all morning long. And we'd walk in the door and she'd, oh, quickly recite one of her favorite scriptures to us that she'd just been talking about, who she'd just been reading about. And then we also always watched her walk up on the mountain just across the street up Rock Canyon, and she'd walk up to her prayer rock. That was where she used to pray, just a little ways up the canyon, where she could see her pulpit of the Lord. And I just went by it today. I went up there, and I stopped for a moment and said a little short prayer to Heavenly Father, saying, this is Mother's favorite rock. It makes me—she was so creative, you know. It's yeah, like yeah. we live around a lot of faithful people. But I don't think anyone has ever thought to name a rock, prayer rock, <laughs> or another rock, the pulpit of the Lord. <laughs> this was your mother. Yeah. And, you know, so it was taught to us early just how much she loved the Lord, how much she loved the scriptures. We hope that you can think of uh, women in your life uh, that have taught you lessons and can reflect on those this Mother's Day weekend. That's my hope, too. We all have lessons that we can learn from our mothers. And so this would be a nice way to spend a little time on a Sunday, especially when that Sunday is Mother's Day, to share with each other as married couples and with children, grandchildren, whatever, the lessons that we learned from our mothers. Hope you've enjoyed this, and we will see you next time.